Welcome to Matters of the Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Hart. I'm a singer-songwriter, worship leader, wife, and mama of two. And our stories matter. Even if you don't feel like you have one, or you're in a chapter you'd rather not be in, this is a place to be seen, heard, and known. All while working out our faith with fear and trembling. I hope you find encouragement here. Breathe a sigh of relief knowing you aren't alone, because you aren't. So come as you are, story and all, and know this is a place where you can belong. I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome back, my friends. It is good to be back after (laughs) a very long extended break. I had zero intention of taking such a long break. But shortly after I released my last episode, which I believe was way back in January, I found that I was pregnant with our third baby. Yay! A wonderful surprise, but um, a surprise nonetheless. So that honestly just kind of redirected me for the year in a good way. Um, But naturally, my focus just kind of shifted to other things that were going to be coming soon. Um, Thankfully, I knew I'd get back to recording more episodes. Um, I just didn't um, or hadn't felt ready until recently. So um, I think maybe just with it being, you know, the school school year starting and fall kind of slowly (laughs) creeping in, getting back into a routine and in a groove of things, weather kind of calming down a little bit, all the things, right? Um, So here I am with just eight weeks left until baby's due date which seems crazy soon um and obviously I can't really promise how consistent I'll be (laughs) with this podcast once another little one arrives um but just know that this is something that's still on my heart and I hope to still share from time to time and as often as possible so with that let's get to it All right, so three famous words, ready? Must be nice. We've all said it, or at least thought it. We all know comparison is a trap, and yet we still find ourselves caught in its snares. It's human nature to see someone else's blessings or happiness or perfect family genes and start to feel the unfair cards that life has dealt us. These infamous three words can't help but be muttered. Oh, so condescendingly, (laughs) must be nice. Urban Dictionary actually defines this expression as a passive-aggressive phrase used by jealous people who see themselves as victims, commonly used by, quote, have-nots to guilt-trip the, quote, haves. Sounds about right. (laughs) Honestly, I've heard this phrase spoken by some of my very own friends over the years. Cringy, I know. Um, It's never sat well with me. My first reaction is to instantly backpedal and downplay whatever news or situation has painted a fortuitous light on my life, Um, like it's not okay or something. But then I also start to feel sorry for the other person. I mean, isn't that why they're saying that? Instead of being happy for me, they want me to feel bad for them. And I think that's exactly what it is. I've been noticing lately how prone to this I am myself, especially in this age of social media, right? 
I found myself following people I don't even know and growing extremely jealous. Um, But honestly, it's even with people I do know, close friends even. I catch myself thinking, gosh, must be nice to get to go on vacation. Uh, Must be nice to be able to afford a new house. Must be nice to have date night so often. Must be nice to have family watch your kids. I mean, the list really goes on, and trust me, these are, like, the more super innocent ones. Um, I mean, if I wanted to really go there as a parent to a disabled child, I could have a a pretty big heyday (laughs) with comparisons, but I won't. (laughs) Uh, But you get where I'm going, right? As I've been fighting this inner conflict for a while, and I'm sure a lot of us can relate, maybe wishing at times I could switch lives with some of these people... Um, it's really got me soul searching a bit and asking myself truly, like, why am I jealous? And I think I've, I've hit the head on the nail. If I knew their story, that would change everything. How often have we made an assumption about someone or something only later to learn a bit more information that causes us to strike our original thought? See, when we know somebody's story, when we have a behind-the-scenes look at their lives, and not just what maybe they post online or choose to share with others... That changes how we view their travel adventures or kitchen remodel or Amazon haul, you know, fill in the blank. Because maybe if we knew their story, we'd learn that their husband's maybe been severely depressed and that their in-laws actually paid for that, that trip. Maybe all those baby pictures she shares is because she was told she'd never be able to have children and tried for a decade. Maybe she gave up on that dream years ago and didn't think it would ever happen until now. And maybe their business is booming, but only after losing their whole life savings. You can paint any kind of scenario here, right? Because the truth is, we don't know what we don't know. As far as following strangers online goes, if it's constantly an issue for you, unfollow them. (laughs) Mute them. Whatever you gotta do. So... I had to do this, and I did this at the very beginning of the year, um, which I'm super proud of myself for taking the time to, to do this. I spent several hours one night going through the list of people that I follow on Instagram, which I have no idea <laughs> how I started following so many people or accounts or businesses. Let me tell you, lots of baby feeds, okay? Probably a lot of moms out there um, are with me on that, but believe it or not, I got to the point where and I didn't even know this about Instagram, they wouldn't let me unfollow anymore. They're like, there's a certain quota or limit, apparently, you you reach daily um, after a while <laughs> where they won't, Instagram won't let you um, do anything more. Like, you can't do anything on your account. It's kind of like blocks your account because they think there's, like, unsafe activity happening or something. So, thankfully, I was able to pick back up where I left off the next day. I think it kind of freezes your, you know, status or whatever for like 24 hours. Um, but then I kept at it and I kept at it and I got my (laughs) following number down significantly, I should say. Um, so maybe try that, try that for yourself. Go through the list of people you're following and figure out like, why am I even following them? Maybe try the old Marie Kondo method as you scroll through your feed and ask yourself, does this person or account I'm following spark joy? Seriously, or even better, maybe ask yourself, is this harmful 
Or is this helpful for my mental health? Or here's a thought. Why don't we actually get to know people in real life? Hello. (laughs) A lot of times our jealousy of friends, coworkers, peers, classmates, fellow business owners, etc. could be squashed if we just started asking more questions and taking the time to hear their story. I feel like I'm pretty good about giving people the benefit of the doubt. It takes a lot for me to actually get pretty jealous. I don't tend to judge a book by its cover, or at least not too quickly. And I consider myself someone who carries a lot of empathy for people, really. And I like to imagine that there's more than meets the eye. Because chances are, there is. Isn't that the case with ourselves? As I've personally walked through a lot of hard things in the last four years, um, specifically as a mom, I've grown to have a lot more grace for other mamas. I've learned to not just look at the outside. Even as put together and perfectly filtered their life may look, there are just some universal things about motherhood I know they know and still have to deal with, even if they always look flawless doing it. Because let's be real, most of us are just trying to save face. We're just trying to put on a brave front. We're putting effort and energy and time, maybe even money, into things to keep our mind off the deep wounds and grief in our life. I've come to find that a simple invitation goes a long ways. And as scary as that can be, sometimes we've got to open ourselves up first so that the other person's walls can come down. So both our stories can be shared. I've been so surprised at the friendships that have come out of me just saying yes and showing up and reciprocating in a relationship, even just a little bit, goes a long way. I want to give an example (laughs) of my beautiful friend Tiffany because she just keeps coming to mind with all of this. Um, Years ago now, we attended the same Bible college. Um, We kind of knew each other because my brother actually worked for her dad and Um, We never really had any classes together, I don't think, Um, but we did sing in in, um, the 100 Voice Choir together, but again, lots of of other people in that choir, so we kind of interacted a little bit, but we never actually hung out. Um, When we eventually graduated and went our separate ways, it wasn't until like over a decade later, probably, that our paths crossed again, super random. But we discovered we both lived in the same town, (laughs) super small town even, and had some mutual friends, which is crazy. And it was actually her knowing a little bit about my story already that connected us again. She reached out and invited me over one day um, and started to share her story and what she'd been through recently. And we realized, gosh, we had walked a very similar road and I had no idea. Now, that's great and all, but I mean, the bigger thing here for me was like, I was like, she's a cool girl. (laughs) And as we continued our friendship, I was so confused that she wanted to hang out with me. (laughs) You know, you know that feeling? But as as I got to know her, I realized, oh my gosh, yeah, she's still the really cool girl. But I am like way less intimidated or jealous even because I know her heart, that she's been vulnerable and transparent and... Um, shared her story with me, I know what she's been through. And as she shares her life with me, I see the real, I see the real deal Tiffany, which is even more gorgeous than the natural beauty that she already is. So 
just an example that like, I know the struggle is real (laughs) and it changes based on your season. Um, Honestly, I'm not sure we completely, you know, master this whole comparison, jealousy, um, intimidation thing. I mean, has anyone ever completely mastered it? Because besides Jesus and maybe Mother Teresa, <laughs> even when I know better, I still find myself often fighting against this must be nice internal rhetoric. I'm definitely no saint. Um, It's almost like a defense mechanism, though. It's hard to be happy for someone else when you're not in a happy place yourself. It's hard to see people living their best lives, (laughs) if you will, when you feel like your life is hell. I read something recently that really helped change my perspective on this whole thing. There's no doubt that for most of us, we know what it's like to have been been dealt an unfair deck of cards. Whether that feels like it's been for your entire life or just in different seasons of your life. Either way, it's something we don't have control over. I had no control over my dad's infidelity, which led to my parents' divorce after nearly 30 years of marriage. I had no control over our son, Mac, being born with a chromosomal abnormality, super rare genetic disorder. And here's something a little more universal. (laughs) None of us had any control over COVID, the pandemic that started in 2020, and the subsequent years that followed. But here's the kicker. Are you ready? What we do have control over is what we add to the deck of cards that's been stacked against us. We have complete power over that. And I feel like if there's any kind of secret trick to overcoming jealousy, bitterness, comparison, you name it, that whole ugly cocktail, right? The secret trick is gratitude. Is it easy? Nope. (laughs) But it's worth it because it's an absolute game changer. I can personally attest to that. Does it happen overnight? Heck no. (laughs) Do you feel like being grateful when crap hits the fan in your life? Hardly. But when you're ready and you're intentional and you can dig deep, you'll find that thankfulness in the midst of unfairness, hurt, betrayal, etc., It's truly the secret sauce to honestly surviving. My encouragement to you and to myself is to not forget when we hold that difficult hand of cards to add our own cards to the deck because it honestly does help lighten the load and it helps you shift your perspective from a victim to an overcomer. And when we have that kind of perspective, it's a whole lot easier to look at other people's lives without jealousy or comparison Maybe the ones who we think have it all together have learned the secret, too, of adding the right cards to their deck. The truth is, unless we ask, unless we offer our stories first sometimes, preaching to the choir here, we may never know what someone else has been through, what they're struggling with. When those walls come down, it's a whole other story. And that story matters. And that's what the whole purpose of this podcast is is all about. (laughs) Not just our stories, but other stories. All of our stories. So when someone invites you into their story, listen like you'd want them to listen to yours. Acknowledge what they've been through like you'd want them to acknowledge what you've been through. Rejoice with them like you'd want them to rejoice with you. Mourn with them like you'd want them to mourn with you. Because is that not the gospel? Romans 12, 15. Another verse 
that I love <laughs> slash is very challenging is Philippians 4, 12 through 13. In this, Paul writes, I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. So we can simply read that scripture by itself and think, well, that's great, Paul. (laughs) Good for you. Must be nice, (laughs) right? But much like the importance of knowing someone's story before making any kind of passing judgment, it's super important to know the context in which this was written and all scripture for that matter. First, Paul was writing this letter from a freaking prison cell. Okay, enough said, right? He's not writing this after making it to the other side or from finally arriving or entering the promised land, if you will. He's writing it from the worst possible scenario besides death because he has seen and known the faithfulness of God up until this point. He can confidently say his contentment is not in his situation or his circumstances, but in Christ alone. It's Jesus that gives Paul the strength to endure, to survive, to overcome in whatever timeline that might look like. In whatever circumstances he finds himself in, Paul knew what it was like to live in the abundance of provisions from the surrounding churches during his missionary journey, and he knew what it was like to be stripped of all of that and to go hungry and be beaten and imprisoned, all for the sake of Christ. Let us not forget how good we have it still compared to so many, right? Especially those who have gone before us, who have been dealt some pretty insane cards in life. Perspective is everything. Now, does that discount our deck of cards or the journey of hardship that we've been dealt? By no means. It just means to keep adding gratitude. So next time you have the urge to say or think those three little words, whether it's while listening to a friend boast over exciting news or while scrolling through filtered squares on social media, put yourself in their shoes for a moment. And if you don't know their shoe size, Maybe you need to ask more questions about their life. Let's be people who don't build walls, but tear them down because that's where true contentment lives. And if you need to just remove yourself or remove that person, do it. I hope this gives you some food for thought and just really causes us all to think differently when it comes to other people's stories and and even to our own. Thanks for listening. That's all for now. Talk soon.